Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ready to make a difference in the lives of fathers and their families? The Show Up Dad podcast empowers the next generation of dads to lead with confidence and love. Your support and our amazing partners help us to create lasting impact. Consider donating 50, 100, or 250 to provide a dad with essential resources. And speaking of incredible partners, let us introduce you to Tallman Equipment. Since 1952, Tallman Equipment has been standing taller than the rest of competition in lineman tools. They provide top quality equipment and solutions for linemen, ensuring safety and efficiency on the job. If you're in need of reliable and durable tools, look no further than Tallman Equipment. Also, don't forget to check out our online shop at theshowupshop.myshopify.com for high-quality products that support our cause. From t-shirts and hoodies, stickers, and even children's clothes, we have something for everyone. Not only will you be showing your support for our cause, but you'll also be getting a high-quality product that you'll love. To learn more about what we do, visit theshowupdadfoundation.org. You can also find Lyman Tools at tallmanequipment.com. Thank you for your generosity, and let's empower dads and build stronger families. In this special episode of Marriage on the Line, my wife and I have the privilege of sitting down with Chanel and Brian, a couple who provide candid and heartfelt perspective on navigating through the demands of their daily lives and maintaining a strong marriage. They offer valuable advice on finding balance, supporting each other, and overcoming adversity. Join us for this enlightening conversation that highlights the power of love, resilience, and unwavering support. This is Marriage on the Line, and in this episode, it's going to be sure to leave you inspired and empowered. Let's dive in. Welcome, guys, to our show. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to come on and say um, thank you guys so much. I know how busy you are, both of you. Um, you know, Brian, you being a lineman and Chanel having five children and, you know, <laughs> running a household. I just want to say thank you so much for taking out this time to come on the show and talk with us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> thank you for asking us. Yeah, we're uh, we're honored to uh that you asked us because you know i feel like we're just regular little little people or uh <laughs> workers i'm a worker you know and and i'm like obviously we're kind of doing something right for you to hit us up yeah for sure we've been seeing you guys and i've been we've been talking and stuff like that here and there on instagram and stuff and uh right, right. we just really love your family i mean i think you guys are amazing you know what i mean uh just all the pictures uh, all the interactions that you guys show and stuff like that we we thought you guys would be a perfect fit to come on here and bring hope so thank you again once thank again you. thank yeah. you thank you i've definitely loved following you chanel like <laughs> <laughs> a lot of your content just makes me laugh because i'm a stay-at-home mom as well and just you know you portray the eyes of of that position so well and just find the humor in life and i just yeah. I, it brings me a lot of joy to follow your account personally. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we just had um, to ask a couple of questions, right? About marriage. Yeah. 
Yeah, so for sure. Well, I like to start off by you guys giving us an example of how it was growing up with your you guys in your home and uh, what you guys see with your parents and stuff like that. Like how marriage. how was marriage modeled for you yeah. growing up? Um, you going, are you going first? <laughs> my, my parents um, were have been married. Um, they got married, I think, when they found out I was going to be born. And mm-hmm. then, had like a little, like more of a, like more, like a Vegas kind of marriage. And then as I was born or maybe I was a couple years old, they got like remarried in the church and everything. And uh, marriage growing up to me, like, I don't know if I got the best uh, view of it. You know, my parents kind of fought or, you know, but at the, at the end of the day, they always kind of like stayed together. So I think that was a good thing that they stayed together. But at the same time, I think that, you know, they kind of, back and forth like it wasn't the best uh example example i guess to where mm-hmm. you know i love my parents and i think they're good people and everything but as when marriage comes in like i feel like uh, i want so much more and uh you know just to do better obviously and mm-hmm. I think we always want to do better than our parents or you know stuff yeah. like that kind of i feel are they still together yes yes wow. they're still together i think Man, I'm bad with numbers, but they've, they've been together <laughs> since, I mean, I'm, I'm 30 now, so mm-hmm. pretty much been married about 30 years, so, oh. yeah. That's good. That is good. I mean, you don't see that anymore. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Long-term so, That's long-term. That's good. That's good to yeah, see. Yeah, yes. Um, oh, yeah. My yeah how, about, how about for you, <laughs> Chanel? <laughs> um, mine's short. My mom was a single mom, so that was... I kind of went back and forth with my mom and then my grandparents raising me. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like Brian said, wasn't the best example, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but now being married, we obviously want the complete opposite of what I had. And, you know, you fight for your marriage and you work on your marriage and Mm -hmm. the basic. (laughs) Yeah. I like what you said though, about fighting for your marriage. Cause it is, you have to get in there and you have to fight for your marriage. Mm-hmm. yes because uh it's a lot of work you know yeah. a lot of times we make a lot of mistakes and ah! we have to try to fix that you know what i mean and and do what we need to do to to fight for our marriage and put that first you know especially mm-hmm. with jobs and different stuff going on like that right so. yeah definitely i mean david and i didn't always have the best examples growing up either my mom was a, um, a single mother as well um yeah. she has been married a couple times before and then you know I have a half brother and sister and you know so it's kind of a term like turmoil type of childhood for me and then but David his parents are still together yeah they've been together 51 years wow yeah Yeah. but they were I mean growing up in the household I mean my dad was a working man as well um very old school raised up uh cowboy style you know what I mean Right, um, right. Just very, very um, cold and militant. Okay. So it was a performance-based household. And I'm not trying to bash on my parents at all. They did what they, they knew to do, right? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Same with mine, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and whatever. I'm still here. I'm healthy and whatever, you know what I mean? But there was a lot of stuff that I brought into our marriage. And that's something that usually happens in marriages, right? We bring the baggage that we were raised oh, yeah. with. And you, know? you don't realize yeah. that either. You do no. not realize yeah. it until you're like, you're in it. And then you're kind of like, oh, okay, this is, now we're repeating this. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of weird. I feel like I thought everything was right 
and yeah. then now as we're growing and like i feel like we're a married couple like kind of married family like we're kind of under construction in a way like yeah we're constant construction we're always um kind of finding something that was wrong that we were taught and it's mm -hmm. like we're understanding that it was wrong and we're trying to like break the cycle and just you know like make better human beings and like we came out pretty good i feel like you know but yeah we always want to better ourselves and better our kids to where they become better and like you know just mm -hmm. not like the that. ones trying to i saw the saying what is the saying like um heal yourself before you have kids that have to like heal as adults mm -hmm. i didn't yes. see that until i was an adult and already married with kids and then it's like oh awesome now it's like we're gonna pass that down to our kids yeah. so then that's i think that's when the wheels start turning and you're like there's there's kids that depend on us and are looking up to us for what mm -hmm. to do and we have to teach them the right way so they're not adults like oh crap you know i have all this stuff that i need to work on and my parents never taught me or said you know this is what you need to do yeah definitely yeah. i know it's amazing too how when you go into marriage you kind of have this idea of like what you think it's going to be and then you realize like marriage just kind of triggers you a bunch <laughs> and children trigger you a bunch and it really just perpetuates growth if you're willing to look at it that way, like it's for growth. Like these are areas I need to work on, not Offense. you're a screwed up person. <laughs> get away from me. Yeah. Yeah. So it took us a while to, I, I think, do you think it took us a while? Um, <laughs> 11 years in, <laughs> we're oh, yeah. kind of like, I, oh, okay. I feel like in the beginning, um, Chanel would like call me out a lot and be like, you know, you can't do that or you know what do you what do you what's wrong with you what are you thinking or like why are you doing this or that and i would like kind of get mad and be like yeah you're wrong like you know and mm -hmm. and then it took some time to where you know we talk about things and then she'd show me things and be like you know you're, i'm not trying to like call you out i'm not trying to you know say you're messed up like let's mm -hmm. just kind of work on each other and like you know look at this is something we should try to do or try to be better at and try to show our kids you know right. like yeah that's something that uh i know i don't know in our marriage at least something that i've noticed that we are kind of overcoming and we're i mean we're constantly still working on like she'll send me like a post on instagram and it's like something about like your kids and how you know you might be mad and they or they might be crying and you're gonna say hey stop crying and, and it's just like, you're okay. You're capping their feelings right there. Like, you know, and I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm raising my son. He's three years old. And I'm like, he's crying. Hey, you need to, you need to toughen up little man. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like the mom comes and in and I'm like, like, he has feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no. and, and, and I'm not a real big feeling type of guy. No. Yeah. Me either. So, so <laughs> she's, she's been telling me a lot, um, you know, Hey, like let him cry, you know, like whatever, mm -hmm. like, let him have feelings because you don't have them and it's you know our marriage um has faults and it's like some of the faults are like me being so closed off mm -hmm. and not having feelings kind of in a way like i he have feelings it. he just he keeps them to himself and i'm like yeah that is what marriage is i'm here for you and i'm like you know no judgment just talk to me when you need to talk to me and he's just like good yeah, I'm good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. Me nuts. I don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, no. that's, 
that's what we were taught our whole lives and yeah now i'm trying to like not teach my kids that and uh, i'm trying not to be that but i'm still that and yeah hopefully my kids you know have her and don't don't come out like <laughs> well, well the crazy part is that you're working on it you know what i mean yeah. um and you're aware of it uh, i think a lot of times you know we say god has a sense of humor because he puts these beautiful gifts into our lives right our children and we see some stuff in them that we don't like but what he's trying to say is hey man this is something that you're are lacking in your life right. it's a mirror yeah. yeah it's a mirror exactly yeah it it's interesting too because we've gone oh. through the same thing with <laughs> in our marriage like and david would say things like yeah it's almost like you need to fill the feelings for me and then oh my oh, god show me that yeah. i'm yes. this way <laughs> Same you guys are the same person yeah. yes and a lot of men are actually like that it's like god has given us as wives to them to help them understand their own feelings because they grew up in a society that really has taught boys to suppress their feelings right exactly well i think a lot of times too because we're you know out there providing protecting all these different hats that we have to wear right a lot of times those feelings get thrown in the back burner because we're constantly trying to react instead of respond. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And that's where our wives come in hand is helping us to understand to re- it's better to respond than be reactional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah no. And then also too, like my wife, um, she'll talk to me a lot. She'll talk to me a lot about yeah. you know, what she's going through and, and I can't wasn't always that way though either. And like, she'll tell me what's, what's going on. And uh, I'll be like, man, like if I have something going on, I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to add to that. Like, <laughs> she told me that she's stressing about this or that family item or, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. And, and then I'm thinking in my head about maybe that moment that I have that I'm kind of got on my mind. And I'm like, this isn't the time for me to talk about this. Like she's got plenty of other stuff going on. I don't want to add to it. But she's constantly but telling I'm still me, still telling him, like, yeah, go, like tell me, please, like, like, go yeah. ahead and tell me. Yeah, and I and sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. Um, something I'm still working on for sure. Yeah, wow, we definitely. I I feel you on that part because I've always been like David. I want to know what's going on, and he <laughs> he would. I think what was the thinking that you had? Was it like you needed to? portray that you had it together because you're the leader of the family and yeah and like if I knew that you were struggling with some worries then you didn't want to add to it or I don't know yeah how would you say it to me well it's exactly like how Brian said it you know I mean you start hearing that you are heightened I guess would be a good word for that right where you're you got you got something that's really bothering you right yeah and for me who you're looking to me for support otherwise you know what i mean you're coming to me to talk to me and then for me to voice that hey man i'm messed up right now as well you know what i mean and i gotta have to portray that hey man i got everything all together everything's going good you know i don't want to worry you even more than what you already are worrying about right now so that's yeah. why i kind of like bottle it up and for whatever reason i didn't want to let her know that man i'm freaking drowning you know one of the best examples i've heard from a good friend of mine he said that man i'm like a turtle on the surface i'm calm cool collective just no, like a duck or wasn't it? no it was a, to- a, a turtle. turtle he's up like, below the surface i'm paddling like hell yeah you know okay. what i mean 
And yeah. I think for, for women, we want like to know we're not the only one freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I just him that and he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Alone. Like you kind of want to go to your husband and be like, hey, I'm like freaking out about this and this and this. And then if he says, yeah, I, I've got some worries on my mind too. Let's talk about it. Then it's like, okay, now I can talk about my problems and release them and, and we're good. Like, yeah, I'm not the only one freaking out now. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. No, it, that's, that's definitely, they're both like, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a learning curve that we're, we're, I'm working on. I'm working on. Yeah. I love that you guys are really insightful to where you're at in your marriage oh. and knowing and recognizing that it does take work because so often I feel there's this preconceived idea that so society has put on people where it's like, if you married the right person, it's okay. easy. Yes. And yes. that's not the truth at all. Like if you look at people's lives and where they're successful, if you're successful, that's an area that you've worked hard in right? Mm -hmm. for your career, for your body. Like if you're working hard in the gym, like you're working at it regularly, if you have really worked hard in your career there's going to be an aspect of success in there yeah. and they completely bypass that whole idea when it comes to marriage it's like if you just married the right person it's so easy and yeah. that's not true and I also feel like we're in a society right now that I feel like the younger generations don't want to get married because it's put out there so much like yeah. don't be tied down. You don't need to have kids. Don't, you know, like, I don't understand it. <laughs> I yeah. wanted yes. to be since I was little and I wanted to have that bond with someone and have kids and, you know, watch those generations and, you know, just go through it all. And so it blows my mind and it makes me really sad because I'm like, what is this, how it's going to be for our kids? Like yeah. they're going to come to us and be like, I have no interest in being married and you know, that sounds, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, scary. It's, it's scary. so it's, sad. The, the world we live in is, it's like drastically changing. I feel like since we were kids to now, like yeah. the course of 20 years, it's been like a drastic change. And, and, and I feel like at least, you know, I think both of us were like instilled with those same like uh, values and stuff like in marriage and mm -hmm. love and uh, family and, you know, just growing and seeing our kids grow and their kids grow and like that's like a huge goal like it's not like yeah. where now I feel like a lot of young kids are like you know party and you know and especially women women are like out, you know? I don't need a man I can oh, yeah. do, you know I can do it myself yeah. and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so sad because all the younger girls are really like anti-children yeah yes and we yeah. get like such weird comments when we're out or like even when I'm out by myself with the kids mm -hmm. okay no it's so fun <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 great we love it um but yeah I see it a lot like like young women now I mean it's I bet I guess it's cool to like women to like you know want to get a good career and a good job and do great um you can do both though. But, but I feel like, yeah, you, feel could, like... you could do it and then maybe, you know, make a family too and take a break and then go back. To, I, I don't really know, but yeah. Yeah. It... A lot where it, it, society wants you to like be a woman that is just, 
you know, a worker. And yeah. then, I mean, yeah, men are already workers. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we, got, we obviously, we got married young and we had kids young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since we've had one or, you know, five, we always get the comment, like, why do you guys have so many kids? Like, why do you have five kids? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. um, because we would like to have a big family. We're married. Uh, you know, that's what yeah. we want. And it's just, it's so weird to me. Yeah. We're, like, yeah. we're excited to like have our family watch have our kids grow and then like it excites me to like think about the future like grandkids you know big family parties you know like our little tight-knit family kind of growing like that's that's really cool to me yeah yeah dude holly uh like holidays are off the hook in your house i bet yeah (laughs) it's probably so much fun i mean i didn't I didn't grow up with a big family, like not an extended family or anything like that. My parents always kind of, um, because their family situation was so toxic, we didn't know our aunts and uncles and cousins and things like that. But when I got married to David, they have like this extended family where everybody comes together on all everybody's yelling and (laughs) And it's such a fulfilling, beautiful thing. It is to really be part of a big family. So I I see all the joys and benefit. Yeah, there are some struggles that probably come with that. I'm sure it's not easy at times, right, Chanel? <laughs> Navigating five babies. Oh, you know right I mean? <laughs> but I mean, I could definitely see all the joys that come with that. Yeah, definitely. And it's like you said, with like, you had your toxic childhood. That's exactly me. <laughs> That's my childhood. And we did have the extended family, but it's just, it was like toxic extended family. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it wasn't, we didn't really miss out on much there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, we only have, we have one sibling each. He has a sister. I have a brother. Mm -hmm. What are they? Six years apart? Yeah. They're six years younger than us. They're six years younger. It's like the same. And, um, you know, they're both kind of the same as like, they don't want kids. Mm-hmm. they're good with like not having kids and so it's we're having the kids for everyone i guess yes. <laughs> yeah yeah they, they love our kids too yeah like, yeah like, it's cool they you know they love being on and uncle and it's really it's really cool but yeah i think uh when we were younger too like we well when we were dating we talked about it but we both had the same thing where we both had one brother one sister whatever and uh yeah we always craved to have a bigger big family, family. Like, we wanted we wanted you know i wanted four kids at least you know and then mm-hmm. we always talk about she wanted a bigger family too so yeah it's, you know, it's cool that we're both on the, it's kind of the same, same page, page. <laughs> you know? that is really awesome it's great to see couples on the same page and especially that you guys talked about it early on so are you guys going to stop at five or do you think that you guys want more yeah. <laughs> i think we're dylan like said of, no kind of <laughs> Um, just kind of playing it by ear. It's not a, it's not a no, but it's not like that. We're trying for more. Yeah. 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 I, I actually really love babies too. (laughs) My daughter will go through the store and we'll look at like all the baby clothes and she'll be like, Oh mom, look at all the clothes. And I wish we could have more, but I think now that our, like our, our youngest is going to be eight next week. And so it, it would just be really hard to start over again. It's nice when you have them closer together, I think. Everybody can diapers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I can't yeah. imagine waiting and then being like, oh, let's do it again. Yeah. I feel like at one point we were buying three diapers. <laughs> no, like, we weren't. We, like, <laughs> no, we weren't. I know two. It was always two, but always two. But I feel like at one point we were buying diapers for three kids. Like, yeah, because our kids are two years apart. So it's like oh, wow. it's always diapers, potty train, diapers, potty train. Like, yeah. maybe, it works. It works. Maybe it was Ella when she was getting out of the big diapers. <laughs> I it was wild. It was wild. Wow. It, was, it was great though, but like we never forgot how to change a diaper. You know? yeah. <laughs> we still wanted to change a diaper. We got you. So how do you? What are some tips that you guys do to navigate it all? Because <laughs> it you have a busy life. Yeah. Chanel was telling me a couple of the things she had for the week and your schedule, and it's very busy. So, what are some things that you guys do to navigate it and support each other? Who cuts a lot? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just constant. It's just constant go. I feel yeah, like constantly. There's and, no uh, time to like stop and think of like, how are we doing this? It's just kind of like you got to get it done. And you got to keep going. Like you yeah. can't. You can't. Um, I don't know. You just can't come with the mentality that you're gonna chill. Like it's just, <laughs> there's no skill. No there's no chill. No. And, and and even like from the time you wake up till you know maybe eight or nine mm -hmm. at night you know everyone's kind of getting in bed but even then like you know we try we try to like set a set aside a you know a half hour move a half hour show or you know a, a movie or something at the something, end of the night anything just to like you know that's our chill and like you know watch a movie and you know sometimes it's 11 o'clock when that's over and then you go to bed. He's and... asleep. Or, or I fall, I fall. He's watching the show. Yeah. I, That's like me, huh? Yeah, uh, he crashes out the moment he sits down. He's like, oh. Exactly. Yeah. It takes us three days to watch a movie. You I know. know. I'm like, where did we leave off? Yeah. We're just going to go to sleep again. So, yeah. So, I guess pretty much it's just, you know, just keep going and just keep doing, yeah. you know, whatever it may be, whether it's trying to clean up the house a little bit or, you know, taking the kids outside and, running around a little bit or mm -hmm. you know just, just constant just 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 do it like mm -hmm. I, like like I said I always I heard a saying that somebody said on here I think it was and they were talking about you know you work 12 10 12 hours and you want to come home and sit out on the couch and drink a beer sounds great um but we you have when you have a family you got to come home and you know either change a kid's diaper pick up a few things around the house you know mm -hmm whatever it is you just got to do it and you don't want to but just do it because yeah. if you if you were at work and you're working 10 hours and they ask you to work 12 you're gonna do it like yeah. no problem you know and it's like you know sure you're making 100 bucks an hour or whatever it may be like when you come home you know you're you're making time with your kids you're making you know it's worth more than 100 bucks an hour at home yeah you know mm -hmm. and yeah. In a, in a hole so you just you just got to do it pretty much I love that you guys said that even if it's just a half an hour to watch a movie together mm -hmm. you guys actually like carve out that time even if it takes you three days to watch a full movie <laughs> you guys are actually carving taking out time. out time even if it's just a half an hour together to be together which is great because I think a lot of people are just like all right all the work's done let's go to bed and like yeah you know not spend any time at all with their spouse you know yeah, yeah. and we kind of like work at each other too because we'll, we'll we'll sit there and watch a tv show and sit on our phones you know yeah because, that's hard too. and we'll like both like kind of like 
you know, hey, are you watching this? <laughs> hey, you get off your phone. Hey, you get off your phone. And then we'll both kind of get crabby at each both, other. And then we both doze off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we just both, we like, both, kinda, both kind of lean on each other and we both fall asleep. But I mean, it's cool. Like, you know, it's just, we want to be together. We want to, you know, hang out. We love, we love each other. We're, you know, we like yeah. it. So. Yeah. It's amazing how when you're married like that and you're invested like that, how you don't want to leave the other person. Like for me, even when I used to go on the road a lot, I just wanted to be with her. Oh, yeah. you know, even now it's like, can I just hang out with you? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I just, you know, that's, she's like my best friend, you know what I mean? And I yeah. just always want to be around her, you know? Yeah. I love, I love hanging out with him, but, um, <laughs> and I'm not saying this like in a negative light. It's funny though, because on his days off, like if he, uh, is off on a day where he feels sick or something like that. I have a whole day planned for me because I know he's going to be at work that day, but he's home because he's sick. And all of a sudden he now wants to be with me that entire day. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I love you so much. And I want to spend time with you, but I've really had to learn to speak up for myself and be like, I'm, I can't like not do the things that I need to do just to be with you in these moments yeah i'm disrupting her program yeah because i'm so used to like <laughs> my, you my, have your schedule set and yeah. then yes. you're like, okay wait a minute hold on yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funny that you said that because i just told you last night and it's taken me a long time to get like how you just said you just you have to learn to speak up for yourself yes their hours are crazy so when he was home like if he'd get home early i always felt like i was like oh i ha we have to be home now because your dad's mm -hmm. home Yes. And now, you know, he was gone last week when you worked up in where were you, Palm Springs. He was gone yeah. a week. And I was like, okay, we have softball. We have T-ball. We have gymnastics. Mm -hmm. We have homeschool. Like I have to do it. He's not here. So yeah. I kind of started getting into like, you don't have to rely on him. And <laughs> sounds really bad, <laughs> but, but I was like, we don't have to rush home and be there when he's there. You know, things still have to get done. Yes. And that I think is really helpful because then it's kind of, you have to figure out your individual routines too, as separate people and not just be like, I want to be there with you every second yeah. Yeah. as much yeah. as you want to. It's just, it's not reality. It's not reality. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's so interesting how that works for the women because a lot of women are like, well, if my husband's home, I want to be home. Right. And that's how I was too. And then I would find myself kind of resentful because I'm like, okay, I didn't get anything done. Right. I just was with him. And now I'm totally backed up on everything that I need to do. And that would end up causing like issues. huh? Yeah, exactly. Cause I'd be like bugged with you. I'm like, ah, oh, now you're, you're home now. <laughs> like, I love you. I want to be with you. We want to stay home, but now I'm bugged because I didn't stand up for myself and do what I need to do. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm over there thinking, man, you know, I never get to see you. I'm always working, you know, and I'm trying to spend time here. You know, you're complaining yeah. about me spending time and, and now you're bugged with me. Yeah. <laughs> and so it kind of had this like a uh, crazy effect. Huh? Yeah. But it was because I wasn't speaking up and saying, you know what? Yeah. I actually have all these things to do. I was just giving in and I'm like, yeah, I want to be with you too. And like, we, we work so much and I I'm really like that too. Like, well, I'm, I put a lot of goals to myself, like things to do, yeah. like things that like kind of don't matter that much. Like, I feel like, like, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get home from work. I'm going to change the oil on the car. I'm going to cut the grass. I'm going to clean the garage. I'm going to pull all the weeds. Like mm -hmm. I'll give myself a hundred of these things that I get home. And it's like, Chanel will like be like 
just wrecked from the day and she'll, she'll throw the baby at me and I'm like oh. <laughs> I'm like okay like you know like I just kind of like I'm like I get a little I've gotten like a little resentful a couple times I'm like man I really wanted to get this stuff done <laughs> you really yeah. and like and then you're just like you just gotta kind of like roll with it I feel yeah. like as a, as a married man yeah. or a couple you know like just roll with it just you know like you'll get to it one day like you know like yeah. maybe you won't I don't know but like <laughs> I have a I have a huge <laughs> list of stuff, but I feel like yeah. you know what we do. We work so so much, and you maybe have a list of things you want to do, and but you have kids, like yeah. Realize you're not always going to get to those. It's not going to happen. Just like the house and you, and is never clean. You might have to pay yeah. someone to do it. You know, like <laughs> that's yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, I love that you said that though, because the reality is, is you do have to ebb and flow yeah with your partner with the demands of the family with the demands of your job there's an ebb and flow and it's healthy and like some people really like david you would get really stuck in your routine and if you didn't get to do your routine it would bother you and so then that ebb and flow wasn't was really off. very like stretchy you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I, I was not very pliable at all yeah uh, it was like we need this needs to be taking place this needs to be done yeah and it was very rigid yeah, because he the way he functions is if he starts a task, I got it finished. has to be done. Yeah. yeah, it needs to be finished. It needs to be completed. Like he would start like we used to have like a couple acres of land um, before we moved here to California. And he started on this Latia coyote fence where you, you know, put up these big poles eight of, foot, yeah, of eight wood. Foot. Yeah one after another and he started this project of encamping our whole property with this fence and he worked out of town at the time he would come home go to the forest have his permit for his wood get all the wood bring it home be erecting this fence non-stop <laughs> until it was done like how long did it take you a couple months yeah it took it, a couple months. and he could not function until it was done it was like it bothered me to see something not complete. Oh man, it would just, it would eat at me, dude, for real. And then it would, it wasn't just, I'm going to work on this. Everybody come outside and work on this. Yeah, well, I had to incorporate them. You know what I mean? I wanted them around me. So guess what? Everybody I wanted them around. Yeah. Warm, warm. Like, no, thank you. I'm Get good. your hammer. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. So he's definitely worked on the playability, huh, babe? Oh, I had to, man. It was, uh, it was crazy. <laughs> and I've had to too. I've had to really work on my, my rigidity. That's crazy, though. Like, I, I see the same issues, like in other linemen. You know what I mean? Where we have to see something when we start something, we have to see it through. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's important to be able to be pliable. So. Yeah, yeah, and I love that, Brian. You see yeah. that the family has needs and the babies need time yes. and um what it, uh, what was it tim arigo said that really driven men have a tendency to think that they have more time, more time than what they actually do mm-hmm. and so then time just kind of flies past them and they're missing out on life on life with their kids and things because they think oh i'll get to it later yeah next and, week we'll do that you know yeah. i got this you know yeah. you always think you have more time so yeah I feel like uh, like old timers or other people, your wives probably too, will always tell you about that. Like you always yeah. hear about it and you don't, you're never, at least in my situation, not until you see it happening, mm-hmm. 
is when you're like, oh man, like yeah. I missed out on this. I missed out on that. And you just, you can't go back. And it, it, that sucks. That's hard. Like anytime I work too much or, you know, I have to work on significant days or whatever, yeah. like it just, I don't like it. I don't know. And, and I'm like, it took me a while to realize, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that, you know, those days, like whatever you're getting paid that day, like it's not, they don't, they're like the day is worth more, you yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, I'm still like working at it and, mm-hmm. you know, you still, you still got bills to pay. You still got food to put on the table. So you can't get them all. Yeah. You know, but there's definitely some where it's just like, you know, if you have Saturday off, and like it's Ash's, your Ash's ball it's your it's your kid yeah it's your kid's game yesterday you know like you know you're not gonna sign up to go work call outs like you know like yeah you already have a day off like why why would you do that you know what i mean and yeah there's a lot of goal-oriented people out there that are gonna you know go do that and you know i mean to each its own some people are real goal goal oriented and they have a goal and they're gonna you know miss a lot of their kids lives or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, i get it and you know I'm, I'm i'll be back and forth sometimes i feel like but i feel like now i have five kids and i've missed a lot of um my earlier daughter's stuff and uh yeah. because i was an apprentice and mm. as an apprentice you don't say no to call outs you know yeah, you do yeah. Call outs and i worked like a year a year remember i worked like a year straight one time seven days a week and you know she was like what is what this is this is it you know like yeah. and, and the paycheck mm-hmm. was great it was it was it was awesome but you it's know, not we, worth it we have nothing all. i have nothing so. to show for those paychecks or whatever and you know i missed a lot i feel like i missed a lot of uh my kids stuff and i still do you know like but we just as men we gotta you know he's a lot better at it though now he, he takes the time and if i tell him you know asher's first game our our three-year-old just had his first t-ball game yesterday and i'm like you can't miss this Mm-hmm. I, you know, if you need to go to work afterwards, go ahead, but you, you cannot miss it because he's like so ready. And so depending on you being there and, you know, he makes, he makes the time to do it. Right. Right. They're, they're excited. Like the kids yeah. are excited. It's awesome. Like, you know, like you're, I mean, you remember when you're a kid and like, you're too cool for your parents when you're like, you know, 14, 12. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't stomach missing these moments. Like, you know, like uh, yesterday, like I went to um, my son's t-ball game, but I had to drop my daughter off at her softball game. And um, like, she had like that warm up. My son was playing during the warm up, So she was telling me that he was like, like, where's dad? Where, like, where's he at? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I got there and he's like, yeah, dad, like let's, it's, it's the best, you know? And then like, when you get home, you get that same, energy like you walk in the door and your kids are like they're so pumped just to see dad running and like hi dad hi dad like yeah like you know it's it's cool it's crazy the effect that a father has on her child I, my dad didn't really make a lot of our stuff but uh i remember thinking like that too when i did see him a couple times you know it was a good feeling it was like all right that's my dad i'm gonna do good you know what i mean yeah some other stories too, where he was completely opposite, you know, I mean, it's like, I'm glad he's not here. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, that's the amount of influence we have over our children. You know what I mean? Um, I know that, uh, my sons, when I'd go on the road and stuff like that, they'd be constantly asking 
my wife, mm-hmm. where, where's daddy? When's he going to come home? When's he going to mm-hmm. come home? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, your absence is definitely felt, felt yeah. when you're not there. Like I can remember for any sporting events that I had, my parents were never there. Right. And the, the absence was felt like you definitely know, like, you know, it's, it's a, even if you don't fully conceptualize it and understand it as a kid, you fill that void. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it is important. And I'm glad that you guys have communication to where Chanel, you're like on it. It sounds like you let him know ahead of time. So yeah. he can plan, <laughs> which is great because um, I got to be honest, I haven't really been telling you very often. Oh, yeah. Nakota has this or Nakota has that because yeah. right now um, our daughter, she's 17. It's her senior year and she uh, she's a cheerleader and it is just pedal to the metal holy cow but i mean for the really special ones i try to tell him about it yeah for the most part i try to make every single one of them you know what i mean um so that's always a plus though when you have ahead of time planning yeah because you missed so much like er in the early years like what you're saying when you're an apprentice there's not really room to say (laughs) i can't go to this (laughs) Uh, yeah and then like apprentices now too like I feel like uh, it's changing a little bit. They're like kind of not uh, uh, some apprentices, not all of them. They're like they don't they don't want to do the call outs or they want to answer their phones or whatever. And it's like, dude, when I was doing it, like I I was brought up by some some good guys and they were telling me like, dude, it's not like it sucks, but like you you got to do it because in two and a half years from now or two years, whatever it was at that time, everyone's going to expect you to know what you're doing. And it's true. Like, and you, and you, and you might not, you, and you might have guys that don't know what they're doing and they're learning and stuff too. But I always thought of it as I got to learn all I can as an apprentice so that I could be safe, know what I'm doing when I'm a journeyman and uh, I mean, even now, like there's stuff I'm, I still learn. You learn every day, you know, but yeah. for like the meat, the meat and potatoes of it, like I knew what I was doing. I knew what not to do and how to do most of it. So that's that that part worked out where I worked a lot mm-hmm. and I missed a lot of my kids stuff. So. But we would rather him or I well, we we would rather have him be there learning as much as he possibly can and actually coming home because. Yeah. he knew what he was supposed to do and he yes. was oh i need to be home you know I'm, i always would tell him too as an apprentice i'd be like don't rush home just do what you need to do don't rush yeah, yeah. learn stay if you need to just don't rush it yeah yeah that's so important i think um you having the understanding of the dangerous environment that he's working in mm-hmm. is a huge part of the support that he probably fills. I don't know if you um, do this as well, but when David was out of town working and stuff, I would try to save a lot of the problems for when he got home for the weekend. So we could discuss it then, because if he was thinking about those problems at work, at work, it, I didn't want to put him in a bad headspace you right. know, to yeah. put himself in danger. So I don't know if, if you try to tried to do that same thing too, or <laughs> That, yeah, but that definitely was a learning experience too. Just like with yeah. the apprenticeship, I'm like, you know, I we had no idea what he was getting into. Yeah, so we were like 
living on the road with him. We had two little girls. I was pregnant and I was like, you know, other people are doing it. You can do it, which was very obviously naive and just, I didn't know what I was talking about, but then he would come home and tell me certain situations. And I'm like, Oh crap. Like this is not something to be taken lightly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like over the years, it's kind of like, you know, I, I need him in the correct headspace. It doesn't always work to where I save the issues for when he gets home, but I try my hardest yeah. and talk about it because too, it's like they get home and they don't want to hear her crap. You know, they want to, yep. they've had a long day. So it's kind of like juggling. Do I lay it on him here? Or do I tell him when he gets home and he's like trying to freaking relax and we're trying to, you know, get yeah. into like the family life and not bring it up now. So it's, it's definitely a challenge sometimes. It is. It's definitely a balancing act. When would you usually prefer? I told you. Uh, after a couple hours, possibly even the next day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was trying. Like when I, I remember, you know, thinking back when I'd get home, all I could do is just think about what we we're gonna do. I wanted to come home. If I came home at a decent hour, I wanted to take the family out. That was our routine. Take them out to go eat dinner or whatever. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to have my family time. You know what I mean? And for you to bombard me right there would have just kind of totally just set me in a different mind space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was usually like after the kids were away, you know what I mean? After we put Sleeping. them to sleep or whatever like that is when it was a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not right away. Not at the door. Like, Hey, you, you <laughs> son of a, you know, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you have any idea what I've been through this week? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed with Chanel is that, like early on, we would, uh, you know, you have marital issues. Like everyone's got problems. Everyone fights. Everyone yeah. argues or whatever. We, we both are different, uh, very different very people. Different. And uh, we would get into it, you know, and like have little problems. And I tell her like, hey, like, can we like, like have a bad afternoon and like kind of like patch up a little at, at night? And we, we didn't always do that to where i go to work the next day and like your head is not there at all yeah and, and uh but through through time i've really we've both really talked about it and i've tried to work on it a little bit to where now we i feel like now we don't have as bad times because mm -hmm. i mean yeah. you know your marriage progresses and you don't know, yeah. yeah. bad times but like you don't have as bad times and and i've tried to talk to her about it like Hey, like you put me in a really bad spot yeah. and then I got to go to work and I just got to like pick up everything and go. And like, if my head's not in the right spot, like it's, 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 it's harder, you know? And it is. So she, she, she sees that, um, kind of mid, mid, uh, through my apprenticeship or whatever, she started seeing that. And like, I think working a little better, like probably a lot of work for her to, you know, be mad at me or you know get in a fight or whatever and then try to like mm -hmm. kind of smooth it out a little bit that way i could you know go to work and have a good day so part yeah. of marriage i guess you know like it's it's not easy I, I was just saying i heard uh that uh electricity travels at you know i don't even remember the exact mi miles per hour or whatever it is like yeah, three thousand yeah. kilometers per hour or something like that yeah um, but you know kill you faster is your wife you know like <laughs> oh wow Somebody said that. <laughs> wow. And it was like, it was, I was at the school um, and somebody said that they're like, like get in a good space. Like don't go out to the bar and, and drink and get in a fight 
with your girlfriend or your wife, like do the right thing, you know? And, and like, I, I heard that and I was like, man, that's, that's true. Like you, sh you should, you know, you should try to be a good guy and, you know, just try to not put yourself in those situations, you know? And, well, you know, we do, you know, and we just try yeah. to work through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, no one's perfect. You know, um, I think the big thing though, is just, uh, having that open communication, like you guys talked about and yeah, what we say on our program and really being able to verbalize when something's going on in a safe manner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were, we were not, you didn't know how to argue safe at all. No, um, <laughs> she's very hot headed. She's Irish and me, I'm yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> well, headed Irish too. <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So trial and error, just like you said. And I think that's really the basis of like a good marriage. A good marriage isn't two perfect people. It's two people that are willing to take it, you know, accountability for their own faults and then grow yeah. from them and, and, you know, work towards being better just like you mm -hmm. said it wasn't perfect in the beginning but you guys have gotten better it's gotten easier to talk about these things and that's where people should have hope like it does get better through the years like we're we've been married we just celebrated 18 years wow oh, and, thank you man thank you uh, i a lot of the the beginning years were really hard you know yeah. and but now i can say we're really starting to get into a space where communication is more open yeah. we have better understanding of each other doesn't mean every day is perfect we do still have days where we bicker and yeah. stuff but i mean you just continue to learn and grow and navigate the family and grow and grow and grow and i think it benefits you as an individual to be able to grow in a relationship yeah for sure yeah you know one of the big things i always like to tell like people that were talking about marriage and stuff like that is and it's true. It's, it's biblical is love covers a multitude of sins, man. When you truly love your spouse, you're not going to hold those, uh, you know, little things over their head. You're not going to hold them to where you're constantly in an offense with them. You know what I mean? The little things, even the big things, you know what I mean? If you can forgive right. quick, I think your marriage is going to be a lot more better. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that works great when both people have that mindset. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, it takes two, right? Right. Yeah. But it, it does. I mean, love is amazing. You yeah. Know what I mean, and when you can love your spouse like that, it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. But, but it takes time. It takes work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. And but it's like constant. It's, it's not just like, oh, this problem's fixed and we're good now. It's, it's a constant. There's, there's always something that you need to work on. Yeah, it's like yeah. parenting, or if it's just within your marriage and you don't have kids, it's it's constant and it's learning and it's growing, and yeah, yeah. There's like recurring problems too. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, but yeah. there's love to where it's like you both want to better that recurring problem, or yeah, you both want to get through it. And yeah. I'm glad we have that because that's a lot of people don't have that now. Everyone's like, oh, there's a problem. All right. We're yes, out. Yeah. Let's yeah. go yeah. later. Let's go to the, you know, let's go get the divorce or whatever, you know. And yeah. yeah. So too we, many are too quick to do that. Wouldn't you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a word I think that couple should take off the table is divorce. 
I mean that 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 you should have a plan B. You know what I mean? When you get married, it's this is we're gonna work at this. You know what I mean? Unless of course it's like abusive, abusive and stuff like that. Yeah, we we've been there. Like Mm -hmm. also the word I mean a few times. You know, like (laughs) won't even lie. I've had I've had my days where yeah, us too, or whatever. You know, and um, but we always try to get through it, and we always want we always want to get through it like overall like i think overall we always have it the plan is you know to make it all the way i always tell chanel about like you know one day we're gonna have that big acre uh farmhouse uh porch (laughs) with the swing yeah hanging from it and me and you rocking on it and we're gonna be old and gray and it's gonna be great you know like that's something we talk about here and there a reminder about that and you know, but we hit those days where it's like, that's it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's definitely days where it's like, okay, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely do. We've been there too. Like, oh, yeah. You're just like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, there was always a choice. Life is hard. Anything is going to be hard. It's hard to be single. It's hard to raise kids single. It's hard. It's hard to be married. I mean, there's there's a lot of different roads that you can take and it's not necessarily going to be easier yeah right. gotta choose your heart yeah you, yeah right you do you choose your heart and i think chanel you summed it up right in the beginning of this podcast was you just keep fighting for your marriage mm. and i just feel like your guys's marriage and story and you being so young with a beautiful big family it's so inspiring to hear you guys talk and the way you support each other and just the yeah, chemistry that you guys have. It's really beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But uh, right now um, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, what is one bit of advice from each one of you that you can share with our audience that. Like the newly married, newly married couples, couples yeah. or people coming into the apprenticeship. Um, Communicate. I think that's the most important thing for a marriage okay if you're not you need to learn to communicate because that is what is going to be your basics to get you where you need to be yeah and uh i would say just just try to like do it like i don't know like (laughs) just do it (laughs) don't uh don't don't get so wrapped up into the work you know like early on i was worried about like being an apprentice and we were, we were going to go on the road. They had told me I was going far and I was like, man, I don't have a backup plan. I don't, I'm going to go back to working in a factory making nine, $12 an hour. Like maybe I should leave my wife and go Airbnb or hit the uh, hotels and whatnot and just be focused on the job and, and getting, getting it done. And then, you know, we talked about getting a trailer and we got a trailer and we trailered around and went different areas and I had my kids with me and I thought about it like midway. I'm like, there's, man, that would have been a hundred times worse. Like, cause just, just like the little jobs you get sent on that, that yeah. you're from, you know, wherever you're at, they're like, oh, we're going to go work a week, you know, a hundred mm-hmm. miles away. Yeah. And then you get a hotel and then you're, you know, you, you, you don't feel good cause you don't have your wife. You don't lay with your wife. You don't get yeah. to see your kids physically and you sure you FaceTime or whatever. But um, yeah, I would say if you have a, if you're a newlywed, if you have a family or whatever, you know, like get a trailer, stay, stay, stay with, stay together. Stay together Cause yeah. you know, guys even told me there's, there's a lot of uh, temptation on the road and yes. 
seeing things you don't want to do. And, you know, if you go home to your wife and your kids every night, you know, it'll be a little, it'll be a little less tempted to do those things you shouldn't be doing, you know? And Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That is really great it. advice. Great advice. Yeah. Great absolutely. advice from both of you. That's awesome. Well, once again, guys, once again, guys, thank you for coming on our show and just sharing what you guys do to be successful. And uh, we appreciate you guys and uh, man, just keep rocking it. You guys are awesome. Yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. Thank you. Thank you guys for what you do too. And showing everyone, telling yeah. everyone about this, making good, good people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.